One time, Olivia Coleman blew a raspberry at the Oscars, so now I blow raspberries at the Oscars. Previously on Booze and Buffy. The pre-fumigation party. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> Which is fucking gross. No, well, and you know who's into all of like the steamy stuff in this episode? Willow. I think it's Nippletown Angel. Hello, this is Tyler's friend Harrison, and I'm here with Harrison's friend Tyler. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Welcome back to Booze and Buffy. We are watching and discussing each episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer in order. But no, blah, 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 but no spoilers because I don't even like the show. <laughs> well, <laughs> and I like it a whole lot. But what episode are we watching today? Uh, today we watched season one, episode eight, iRobot Eugene. This is the one. With Where? the robot demon in the internet that Willow has a fucking crush on, man. That's all I've got to say about that. There's a bunch of plot holes, to say the least. To say the least. I know, well, the first time we watched this, I we paused it, like, four times. Just because I was like, hold up. We were also heavily intoxicated. I mean, that's probably also why we watched it twice. <laughs> um, but this episode was written by Ashley Gable... And Thomas A. Swinden, Swiden, Swiden, Thomas A. Swiden, and directed by Stephen Posey. It originally aired on April 28th, 1997. Well, I've been like five years old with some change. <laughs> um, you ready to get started? Let's do it. All right. Intro music. Oh! <laughs> and Buffy what will we see Buffy what will we drink bourbon wine what will we think Harrison seen it all fuck yeah and Tyler hasn't what vocab words will we learn that again what vocab words will we learn that again what is on the gay agenda for today outfits what is on the gay agenda for today angel it's Booze and Buffy. So we are joined for this very special episode of Booze and Buffy uh, by our guest, Miss Grace Eddie Carmichael Roberts Robertson the Third. Wow! Yes, that is my real name. <laughs> Full name. Uh, <laughs> That's very character in Greek. And <laughs> it kind of feels like it. Um, so before we get started, Grace, why don't you tell us uh, about your Buffy journey? Oh, God. My Buffy journey started when I was in college when I first started watching Buffy. Because you told me to, Harrison. <laughs> yep. You were insistent. You were, you were like a Buffy evangelical. <laughs> Damn. Missionary spreading the word to all of these. <laughs> I was like, yes. yeah, I was like, I was like, my my white shirt, my black tie, like ringing your doorbell. Have it, you heard the good news about Buffy? It was very much like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Buffy staked vampires for your sins. Oh, oh, wow! I'm like seeing it in a whole new light now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you know. 
was like first year of college and I never ever wanted to do homework so I watched mm -hmm. Buffy instead and I watched Buffy instead of sleeping mm -hmm. and it wasn't healthy. <laughs> yay Buffy! Yeah, yay Buffy! <laughs> and then we zuffied. And then we zuffied. The great zuffy of 20... What does that mean again? 15? 15, but it like lasted through 16, I think. Yeah. What's so, Zuffy, we decided we, so I had never seen Xena Warrior Princess. Oh, y'all trained. So, missing part of your education, really. Um, so, we Zuffied, we would get together. Gay card. Uh, <laughs> no worries, I got the gay card back after I watched Xena. But we would get together like once or twice a week, and literally, like, it would be like four to six hours watching, mm -hmm. alternating. Oh, yeah. We meant business. <laughs> yeah, and we would alternate. Most of the time we would alternate um, episodes of Xena and Buffy, but we had to get creative because there are more Xena or more Buffy episodes yes, than and Xena then episodes. There are like some two parters and two -parters, stuff that yeah. we would usually lump together. Um, but it, we did this for God, like six months. It was. I feel like it was probably more like a year yeah. or over a year. <laughs> yeah. um, it was. It was exhausting, it was, but so worth it. It was really fun. And then the last, the last day of it. We got, we went to the store and bought so much fucking junk food. We got those like frozen like burritos and tacos yes. and taquitos oh and cooked all of it. And we unfolded that futon in my living room <laughs> and sat on the futon with all this food and ate and we were so sick. Yes. Well, it was an emotional day. It was a very emotional day. Um... So, I just want our listeners, if you're out there, to know that I did not invite Grace to be on this oh-so-special episode. I crashed this episode. She, That's not true. She requested. <laughs> and I want to know... Why? <laughs> what What about this episode really spoke to you? Oh. Without giving too much away. Uh, iRobot Eugene is just... So... Bad. <laughs> but also it's not. Like, oh my god. I just... It's... There's a demon in the internet, y'all. It's the most 90s thing that could ever happen. And I just kind of love it. And also it's a Willow-centric episode. Which, Willow is, Willow. which is always good. It's well, the first one. Well, except for... <laughs> Yeah, Except yeah. for this one. Tyler's right. It's the first Willow-centric episode, which is unfair because Xander's had two. Yeah, he's just... Yeah. Um, so before, well, before we get into the episode, we'll do our toast. Tyler, what are you drinking? Oh, okay. So today, I'll preface all of our drinking with... <laughs> I went to the Louisville Beer Store, and they have lots of like imports and craft beers and all that shit. And so I got a bunch of different things. And this one's called, and I'm not sure, this might be like ghost themed. I don't know, you mentioned it's called Ecto Cream Pop. Could be like ectoplasm. Plasm. That's a ghost thing. Yeah. I wouldn't want to uh, drink it, but. Yeah. It's a creamsicle um, dry hop IPA with Madagascar vanilla bean, tangerine, and orange zest. Oh my god. God, you're so fucking fancy. Look no. at that. I thought you were about to use, like, am a gay slur. <laughs> I was... No, but I am so concerned. Am I allowed to use the fuck word? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. I do. We've noticed already, I think, in this episode. Yeah. Oops. Um, 
But yeah, no, that one's pretty good. Um, it's from Decadent Ales. Mm-hmm. And it is. What about what about you, Grace? What are you? Um, I am just drinking a plethora of things today <laughs> um, during the episode because you can't watch this episode without some kind of alcohol or drug. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I had this beer that Tyler brought, and it's a Pilsner, and then it's got a lot of Czech writing on it. So pronounce it. Pronounce it. Pilsner Ur- Pilsner Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> Urkel. But that seems wrong. Okay. Um, so that's what I what what I was drinking during the episode. Oh yeah, what was I um, drinking? I have since switched to a good old Pollen or Hefeweizen, mm. which is just the best beer to pronounce ever. Hefeweizen. Oh, it's really fun. It's very fun to say. It's also delicious. And it's really great when we go to the the beer garden at the German American Club. And it's, it's like, there's something so satisfying about going to the German American Club, either either during Oktoberfest or just during one of their normal beer gardens, and ordering a Hefeweizen and drinking well, it. Ordering a pitcher <laughs> yes. of Hefeweizen. Mm. And, and then also a pretzel. Yes. The other beer I had was also decadent. It was like their fruit smoothie one. Ooh. So it's basically the same Are thing. they all like cream? Creamy, that cream one, this cream one's cream? not very creamy. You think mm. right? it's more just dry. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is it that citrus? The other one was more fruity and like berry. What did you get, Harrison? Thanks for he's, reading. He's like, he's like, cut Harrison off before he makes a fruity joke. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking. You can always edit one in later. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm drinking a Stillwater Artisanal. Uh, the the writing on this is very confusing. Sorry, yeah, that, uh, that's Gosa kind of gone hopped. A double dry hopped Gosa style sour ale. Um, and it's funny, I was showing it to John and I was like, it's both Gosa and sour. You would hate it. <laughs> um, but I really, really like uh, those those two types of beer. I like yeah, that basically sounds like my worst nightmare. Um, <laughs> so it's really Can good. I try it? Yeah. Go for May it. I? That sounds like. You'll get cooties. Cooties, oh, cooties. She's got cooties. Remember when we were kids and we were like. like you, oh. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I would. That's why I was like, I want to try it. But. I, I like it a lot, but I really, really like sour beers. So yeah. um, I almost got you the um, Grater's um, like raspberry ice cream. Ooh. Oh, that would be good. I knew I, you liked that, but all the other cans were pints, and that one mm-hmm. wasn't, so like it just felt weird. I do like that one, but I will say I found it... Underwhelming. Is it Braxton? Braxton, yeah. It, it was fine, mm. but I wanted it to be. Basically, I wanted to be drinking black raspberry ice cream <laughs> from Graders. Melted, like put some like whiskey in there. Ooh, uh, I know what we're drinking next time. Do you remember that uh, grocery store that used to be on Hill uh, next to where I used to live? Um, oh, the root cellar. Yeah, and we would get yeah. the fucking like milk and yogurt there, and it it was so fucking convenient. I loved it. I liked those, like, um, homemade organic grenadines that they had, and they had, like, different... There was, like, a blackberry grenadine. And, I don't even remember that, but that sounds amazing. Oh it was good. It was good. That was so much classier than I am. That's true. You were, like, buying that shit, and I'm at home eating Totino's pizza. <laughs> it was just awesome, because, like, I could wake up and be like, oh, I don't have eggs or, you know, milk in the morning, and just, like, go down in there and have PJs and 
get some delicious, like, farm fresh shit. Mm-hmm. Wow, I take back what I said earlier about you being classy. <laughs> delicious farm fresh <laughs> shit, yeah. man. I was really disappointed when, when, when that location closed and then the other location closed. Now there is no root cellar. But that, like, oh, farmer's marketplace yeah. is going to be opening over on Logan Street, okay. I think. Fun. Farmer's marketplace. Um, yeah, it's going to be... I was about to be like, it's going to be like that place we went to in Cleveland that you didn't go to I Cleveland. I didn't go there. Um, what does it say about our relationship that you just assume that I have been places with you that I've never been? But Tyler went to Cleveland. Yeah, it was great. Um, it, was like a, it, was, it was like an indoor market, and there's just a bunch of different, like, booths. That place was fucking huge. It, it was, was probably one of the biggest in the Midwest. It was so big, and it was just like... You know, some of them were like butchers selling meat, and there were like a couple like people selling pastries and stuff. And there was this one place that was selling like every kind of macaroon, gyros, and macaroons. Mm-hmm. There were a couple macaroons. There were a couple macaroon places, and Tyler found one that I had asked a one of the ladies. I was like, "Which one's the best?" She said, "Not this one over here." <laughs> <laughs> um, but one of them was selling fruity pebbles macaroons, and I love fruity what? pebbles. And Tyler found them and bought me that. One. Is some hipster nonsense. It was so good. Um, all right, so let's... Anyway, yeah, that, that Buffy thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, we have to do the toast. So Grace was going to lead us in our in our toast for this episode. <clears throat> I would like to make t- a toast to gay trash everywhere who's probably listening to this podcast. Oh, I hope so. It's our target audience. It's not, you're not trash because you're gay. You're just trash and also gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're in good company. The three of us are also gay trash. <laughs> I am not gay. Huh. You are married <laughs> to a man. <laughs> it's complicated. <laughs> Clearly. Last night I told John, uh, I was like, we should change our Facebook statuses to it's complicated and just <laughs> see <laughs> what happens. <laughs> I'm also, I mean, I'm the fucking person who was like making let's get divorce, divorce jokes. jokes at our wedding. <laughs> 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 if we ever like do get divorced, I'm gonna be like going to my family like John and I split up. We're gonna, They're gonna be like, yeah, yeah, you you. it'll be a very boy who cried wolf. Yes, <laughs> they'll be like, oh, boy who cried divorce. <laughs> the boy who cried divorce. <laughs> All right, uh, so let's dive into the episode, um, which we starts. In Italy. In Italy. In of course. 14... It's like 1410? 1410 something like that. It's like... 1418. Prehistoric shit! <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly not prehistoric shit, because a demon gets trapped in a book, and that's not prehistoric. They're like writing in cuneiform. They were not! <laughs> Cave paintings. Um, it's uh, 1418, according to the, the wiki. My bad, everybody. Helpful wiki. It... Is at the Coro- Cortona, Italy? Cortona. Cortona is, is the name of the Windows Assistant. Never mind. Cortona. I'll just let me just sit my beer hey, Cortona for a while. Could what you trap this demon in the internet for me? What am I appointment? I'm sorry, Dave. I can't do that. Um, so we're in fourteen eighteen Italy. And this demon's big ass lizard looking motherfucker. Gay demon. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Carlo, do you love me? And you stop doing accents on that. Yeah. He also uh, didn't actually say that. He said something in Italian, I assume. Although Maybe they not. could have been speaking literally I, anything. I, I did hear not. like Teodore or Teodore or whatever. Like yeah. I heard words that 
Sounded that like, might have been Italian. Like, um, I, I, met, I recognized words that matched what the subtitle said. Okay. So, yeah. Um, or whenever they said all the, like, weird words, like, whatever the name of the demon is, like... Moloch. Moloch. Yeah, like, that was obviously in there. Um, so... So, Moloch is like, do you love me? And he's like, yeah, bro, I love you. Do you love me? No. This should have been a musical episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, so he's like, do you love me? And he's like, yeah, I love you. And he snaps his neck. Because that's what true love is. It's true. Oh my god. But it looks so bad. Like, it just looks like he just, he just turned his head. <laughs> Speaking of looking bad, this scene has... One of the worst '90s moments in my really already opinion. this first scene does in the whole thing yes and okay. there's a couple of them like this um, but it's the visual effects oh, oh yeah where they're sealing yeah. him in the book he turns into like, a bunch of little like, glittery lights it's just like a like a, an over an overhead projector like <laughs> yeah you're on on the film. <laughs> <laughs> and you just see like you know little like yellow raindrops like coming <laughs> into the very true. Hey, hey I was trapped. impressed. I don't know. I think that, you're, you're just setting your expectations too. The high. visual effects this isn't in this whole episode. <laughs> spoiler alert is some of my favorite like <laughs> horrible moments. Yes, in this. Um, so the monk or whoever is like commanding him to come and he really wants him to come. He's like, come, and come, he does. come. <laughs> he comes all over that book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So they, so they seal him in the book and put the book in a box. They had to form the circle. They had to form a that, circle. That is actually very important. It's the circle of Kalis. Yes. It comes up later. I they said the circle of Payless at first. <laughs> they put out a lot of really reasonably priced <laughs> shoes in a circle around the demon. Reasonably <laughs> priced. <laughs> and then he's found. That's how it's done. So, so they find him in the book. And here's what I want to know. There's the, the writing appears. And like, what is written in the book? Is it just like a detailed description of this motherfucker's wrinkles or <laughs> like, well, okay, that was, this is the first, like, plot hole alert, because th this is where we paused it. I was like, who are these people? Why are they reading this book? Where did she get this box? Like, I had to be like, did I forget that she got a box in the last episode? That didn't happen. You're searching for too much connection. You were just yeah. the first season of Buffy. You're not going to get that. Because <laughs> even you were like, no, nah, it's just a library box. <laughs> yeah. like it's an old, mysterious library box that has a book in it that has a demon inside. Right? Obviously. I don't understand why you're confused, <laughs> I guess the only thing we can assume is that at some point, it, like... Giles managed to get this book in like his collection of old books or some okay. shit. I I wouldn't call it a plot hole. I'd say it's definitely fucking contrived. In this, it's in a, this same moment, there's like four new characters. That's what's also yeah, like that baffling to me. It, they, I'm just like, who are these people? What is going on? Like, pause the film. But very few <laughs> of them are important. Yeah. <laughs> Two of them die. Oh yeah. I, I was like, there's so there's three new characters. It's uh, Miss Calendar. Fritz and David, or yeah. Eric, or David. Um, some pasty white boy, I don't yeah. know. Um, he has ring. So, and Fritz and Dave die. We, we don't care about them. We really care about Jenny Callender. Grace, do you have a crush on Jenny Callender? Obviously. <laughs> She's fantastic. Her, She's the best. 
not to jump too far ahead, but whenever she comes into the classroom with like her like hangover glasses and coffee, <laughs> yes. vibe. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Um, um, so, so, so they're scanning. Scene. They're scanning the books as you do in the nineties. The computers, um, one of which is the Moloch book, which they told us if you read the book. It, the demon gets released, so it's like, oops. Maybe put like a warning on the front of the book. Do not read. We'll release demon. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I, I feel like there could have been precautions. It just really feels like the scene in Jumanji where they put the game in the box, <laughs> throw it in the ocean, and just pray. Like, God, hope no one finds this. Um. So we. We get some back and forth, um, some sexual tension. Some very sexual back and forth. With, uh, with Jenny. Some sexual and, tennis, if you will. <laughs> um, between her and Giles about the computers, and Giles was like, oh, 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 I'm British and I like books. And Jenny's like, I'm American and I like computers. And Fritz is like, if you're not jacked in, you're not alive. And everyone's get like, get a real bad Whoa. vibe from yeah. that, which I know is the point, no. but yikes. Dude. Like, if he had survived this episode, that's a kid who goes and shoots up a fucking wall. Well, like, it's very, yeah. very... I'm not... That's not a joke. Like, I'm not... Yeah. I'm not stupid, like... His oh, eyes were like, dead. I, like... I mean, like, this show came out in the 90s, and he had a very Columbine vibe. Yes. Like, very much. Like, I, I'm not gonna say I'm glad that a high school student got his Fictionally neck, dead. Yeah, got <laughs> his neck snapped by a demon, but, like... That demon probably saved a lot he of lives. He was a little <laughs> eager to, like, get on the whole, like, corruption train, whereas, like, Dave was like, I have some remorse. Yeah. Where this other dude was like, nah, fuck this. this He's, like, awful. carving fucking letters into his arm. Oh, just... my God. That threw me. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, this was squeamish. in the time before trigger warning. <laughs> I was not prepared for that. Mm. Um, I forgot about it, too, and I've seen... So I'm so dedicated to Buffy that I've seen every episode, even iRobot Eugene, <laughs> a lot. How so, many times do you think you have seen iRobot Eugene? Um, so iRobot Eugene is an episode that I really only watch if I'm doing a watch through. Um, really? Because honestly, like, I would just go and watch that episode because it's so bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so bad that it's charming. So I know I've watched it three times within the last year. Mm. Two of those were in the last two days. I mean, two of them was when we just watched it, and then when Tyler and I watched it last night. Um, And then John and I are doing a watch-through of the show because John's never seen it before. So whenever we got to that episode... um, like several seasons in at this point. Yeah, John and I are in season four right now. Um, So... <laughs> he's cooking. He's fine. Um, he's actually probably glad that like we're away from the TV and he can watch what he wants to watch. Um, so obviously, I watched it the first time I watched it. I watched it when we zuffied. So I can think of five that. specific times I've watched it, and I know I've done at least like three other full watches of the series. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna give it a conservative at least eight. But that is in the last. Like nine years, so still no. <laughs> feel like relative to other people, that's like a nine hundred percent increase in what normal people would watch. Fair, um, 
bringing this one back into the plot. <laughs> Around this point, you see uh, one of the first like internet malfunctions. <laughs> you remember what it is? Uh, Nazis. The, the birth the Nazis. Oh, the Nazis. <laughs> the Nazis weren't so bad, apparently. Yeah, um, he's like, what the fuck? My research paper is all wrong. Why was the Nazis model of perfect society? So, which we talked about while we were watching this, the episode, but, um, so presumably Moloch is just fucking around things on the internet, but it's so petty. It's like, <laughs> ruin this kid's report, fuck up this kid's, like, allergy designation in the nurse's files, which I guess could have killed that kid. Like, <laughs> so maybe that kid died. <laughs> we don't know. So the death count on this, like, is... Three, maybe four. Maybe four. <laughs> we don't know what happened to the penicillin kid. Um, and uh, I thought you were gonna, you were talking about when he looks, when Malik like pulls up Buffy's personal record or like her yeah, permanent record, like computer in the middle of the lab. Yeah, um, and we see we see her birth date, which is listed sometime in May of like nineteen eighty. Nineteen eighty. Yeah, and then it seems a little her, like late. For so wait, ninety seven. Oh man, I'm not gonna try to do math right now. Yeah, I give up. Um, Doesn't take much. Yeah. So we see her birthday. We see her GPA, which is two point eight. Oh, Buffy. Um, we see her number of absences, which is one, which seems clearly incorrect. Yeah, it does maybe not matter. She got away with one. You know what I mean? Like maybe that's like list of excused absences (laughs) um and something else but i don't think it mattered but then it sends it to the other kid and all the other information stays the same but her birthday changes to sometime in like october of 79 maybe he was still being petty maybe and he just changed it for fun okay but the other thing is a petty internet demon i don't know his life they're already in the file um, the thing is, Bridges. though, neither of those is Buffy's canonical birthday. Which is her canonical birthday. It's later, I don't think the show ever says the specific date, but Buffy birthday episodes always aired in January. Mm-hmm. Um, they were usually, like, one of the first episodes of the new year. I think her canonical birthday is January 20th. Um, but I don't think it's ever actually said in the show. But we do know it's in January. And she describes herself as a Capricorn at some point. Mm. Um, that probably means something to someone. It means she was born in January. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Malik is wrecking havoc. Um, but he is also wrecking Willow's heart. Oh, <laughs> Willow. Um, oh, Willow, my poor little baby. She <laughs> want her to be safe. She's uh, he's posing as a boy named Malcolm. Clever. <laughs> um, and Willow's like Willow's got stars in her eyes, and Buffy's like, girl, dish. And she's like, he's smart and he's caring and he cares about me. This is the and one I'm, in the locker room, or is there? This is no, not the locker room yet. This is at like their lockers, lockers. or something. Yeah. So not the in locker the room dedicated to lockers. <laughs> the locker, but the locker in the locker, baby. which Harrison pointed oh, out yes. so perfectly that there is a picture, there is a photograph in Willow's locker of her and Giles. It's so it's framed. It's framed. <laughs> it's so cute. Um, and I'm sorry, we we rushed over this earlier, and I can't believe it. Xander's wearing a fucking shirt that says porn star. <laughs> He's terrible, and I hate him. Um, how, how, how? 
<laughs> like, I, I don't know. This, I'm very confused in general by Sunnydale High's dress code. You know, so many students get murdered there every week. They're <laughs> probably just like, like, you know what, wear whatever you want. <laughs> you're you're going to um, die this week anyway. Just wear what makes you happy. <laughs> <laughs> Which in Buffy's case is tank tops and miniskirts. Mm-hmm. And in Willow's case is... She's like two tank top and miniskirts. Like, <laughs> so many sweaters. Just so many mm-hmm. bad sweaters. Um, we weren't allowed to wear tank tops and miniskirts at my high school. An yeah. all boys Catholic school. <laughs> Correct. I mean, like, yes, that. Also, we weren't allowed to wear tank tops and mini skirts at my high school, I which was like not an all male Catholic private high school. The dress codes at our public schools were the way they were. School? Sorry, Harrison. <laughs> I, okay. Were the way they were because of shows like Buffy. <laughs> they were like, you can't wear mini skirts. Otherwise, we'll get vampires. Yeah. And I, I do like to think, like, in the 90s schools being like, like, our dress code is anything that doesn't appear on an episode of Buffy. Like, if you saw it on Buffy, unless Willow was wearing unless it. Unless Willow <laughs> Our dress code is whatever Willow would wear. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um... So, but then Willow's like, Buffy's like, what's he look like? And Willow's like, I don't know. And Buffy's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't want to be shallow or anything, but what? <laughs> um, and Buffy has this line where she's like, <coughs> Willow's like, I met him online. And she's like, online for what? And I'm like, that's bad. That's a bad joke. <laughs> it's doesn't even like it doesn't even really work. <laughs> um, but I don't get it. Like, explain it to me. Well, it's like, like online, in line. Oh, uh, yeah. It, but that's the thing. It's it not, doesn't quite make sense. It's like an off rhyme. Yes. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a semantics joke, but it's a bad one. <laughs> and and it makes honestly, it makes Buffy kind of come across as an idiot and she's not like but it's okay because we're distracted from that moment because immediately after that the glorious Jenny Calendar walks in clearly hungover (laughs) her hair is kind of messy she's got her dark glasses on she's got a giant cup of coffee she's all hunched over her she's like and oh Buffy yeah don't you have somewhere to be Buffy (laughs) it's a free period (laughs) and I do I do like that she's just like, okay, well, let's make this a short visit. And it's like, no, get her out of your class that you're supposed to be teaching. (laughs) It's lab time. She doesn't have to teach. She can just drink her coffee and focus on sobering up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so in your mind... She's not even oh, really she's, hungover. She's, she's still, still a little, little. She's that kind of hungover where you're like, you're still a little drunk, but you already have a headache. Like throw up in the shower. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <hangover>. Yes. <laughs> yes. Immediately before walking into that classroom, Jenny Calendar threw up in her shower. <laughs> and that's why she is a true American hero. <laughs> um. So, what happens in the episode? So many things. Yeah. None um, of which makes sense. The temperature in Sunnydale appears Is, to be fluctuating. Yeah. From person to person. Not even like, <laughs> not even from like place to place or time to time. It's like, Will is wearing a sweater, Buffy's in her tank mini. mini. tank to like, furry felt like trench coat. Well, yes. the trench coat was necessary. It, it was, was part of a disguise. <laughs> she has okay. more than one. 
She does. She has the like the gray, velvet like, one. Yeah, and then and like the, the one that is like the pelt of a Dalmatian. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! That's why I was thinking Cruella de Vil earlier. It is. It's it in is. my mind. Subliminal. Um. So, oh, Ginny confronts um, Fritz and Dave because they're like she's like oh she talks to Fritz and she's like you're on the computer a lot and it's like you're the computer teacher Jenny like that's the point um, but he's like oh we're working on this project and she's like oh well I like this project and he's like you'll die and I'm like Jenny be more concerned See, okay but headcanon for me that's the moment when Jenny Calendar was like mm, I'm gonna look into this and see if okay. maybe there's a demon in the internet because that was creepy as fuck okay I'm, I'm into that I'm into that headcanon <laughs> um literally any student with those dead eyes looks at me and says you'll die I'm like alright <laughs> nope you know, I'm putting a stop to this soon after Buffy interviews Dave is that his name yes He's, uh, she's like, oh, tell me about... Oh, no, she wants to track down Malcolm because she had this... <laughs> she she wants to figure out how to track where an E letter comes from. <laughs> <laughs> so she has this conversation with uh, Xander. Xander's being a little pissy, jealous baby bitch over He's Willow. Wearing flannel. <laughs> yeah. He's wearing a miniskirt. It doesn't have... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and Tyler's one takeaway from this episode. <laughs> so the temperature just doesn't make sense. Um, Xander's being very pissy because Willow's a boy is interested in Willow. And while I say, yes, we need to be concerned about this, not for the reasons of Xander, because Xander's just jealous that she likes someone else who's not him. And to that I say, yeah. Um, very eloquently put. Thank you. I agree. Um, but what follows is actually maybe one of my favorite scenes in the episode is this conversation where Buffy's like, eh, I don't think it's that big a deal. And Sanders like, this guy could be anyone. He could, he's like, imagine, like, I'm on the internet, I could say I'm a high school student. And she's like, you are a high school student. <laughs> and she, he's like, okay, but I could say I'm an elderly Dutch woman. And Which would be such an improvement. <laughs> the elderly <laughs> the Dutch, Dutch women <laughs> chat room. <laughs> yeah, he's like, who's to say I'm not? And Will, um, Buffy has like, this great line. Um, Buffy has this great line, and I really love Sarah Michelle Gellar's line read of it, where she's like, I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from. Where she has this moment where she's just like, yeah, 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 I get it. And then she's like, oh, I get it. But there's also a little bit of shame in it. Like, oh my God, I'm on, I'm on Xander's wavelength right right now. And I don't care for it. They are on the same wavelength very much throughout this whole episode. And Xander's into it. He's like, yeah. Just every time he walks in, he's like, so what are you doing in that? Blah, blah, blah. Don't got plans. Let's hang out. I'm wearing a shirt that says porn (laughs) (laughs) Um... So then she's like, he could be anyone. He could be, like, short or weird or a circus freak. He's probably a circus freak. <laughs> um, and then not very tolerant of circus freaks, know, Buffy. Right? And then he's like, she could be, like, he could be an, or Xander's like, he could be an axe murderer. Yeah. <laughs> and she could be an axe murderer. <laughs> and um, circus freak, axe murderer. Yeah. That's... Isn't there a season of American Horror Story that's yes. about that? Yes, See, absolutely. I was like, this sounds like it could be a plot. A whole other episode. Foreshadowing. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, kind of getting it uh, beforehand. I, th- no, that's what foreshadowing is. Yeah, you were right. Okay. <laughs> Trust yourself, unless you're wrong. Foreground, foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Okay. Foregrounding is 
different. It has nothing painting. to. It has yeah. It's like it has nothing to do with storytelling. Storytelling. Um, uh, where the, in the show is one of my favorite moment was um, where what's what's the murdery kid's name? Fritz. Fritz is Fritz. talking with the demon whose name I forget. Malik. Also, they always speak out loud to their computer screens, which yeah. just got me, because, like, why the fuck? Which, if it had been, you know, like, years in the future, we would have been, like, voice You mean text. now? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, the future. 2019. Voice to text. Siri. That would have taken this to a whole other level. Uh, but, regardless, as he is talking to the computer, he's like, what do I do about them? And he, he says... Killer. Killer. <laughs> he's like, okay. No, he says, <laughs> all right. He, oh, yeah, yeah. He says one thing. He says, party. Party. <laughs> Which like, is my favorite moment because of my favorite queens on RuPaul's Drag Race. Trixie and Katya. Um, Katya, particularly, I think. And somebody can clock me on this if it's wrong. But I'm pretty sure, like, in some heated, like, backstage moment, like, she's coming under fire after some drama. Mm-hmm. And they're just like... Oh my god, you want to eliminate me? I just can't believe you'd be such a bitch. She's like, party. <laughs> Does even make sense as like a comeback? But I love it. But sh- knowing who Katya is, she's probably referencing Buffy the Vampire. Maybe because she's she's starting. It's a very specific. Yeah. Like, what's that reference? Oh, it's from season one, episode eight. I wrote about Eugene. It's one line. I think you're really <laughs> underestimating her style. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I'm I'm not super familiar, so I'm I'm gonna trust you on it. I don't know her, so. <laughs> I, she says, uh, thanks, Mariah Carey. <laughs> I don't know her. Part like anytime somebody's like, it's on, bitch. Should be like, party. <laughs> So now we're at my favorite part of the episode because it's the only episode that I, only part of the episode that I have any control over. Yeah. So, um, Grace, this is the part of the episode where we as gays endorse any bit of the episode, you know, our favorite moments, moments we really wish happened, really anything. It's good. Um, work. Yes. And I think mine comes at the top of the episode. We are in Cortona, Italy, and some Italians are decently attractive, and they are confessing their love <laughs> to a masculine demon. Mm. And he's just like, I love you, Lord, Savior, Lord. Te amo. Te amo. I, I mean, maybe it was just, like, the language that was really getting me all hot and bothered. <laughs> so, Italians was gay? I mean, kind of. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. I, I agree with that. I'm not sure about those linguistic rules. Yeah. I'm, they're, it's very male-on-male <laughs> love confessing. Mm-hmm. I think that's just right off the top. I was like, we were watching the episode, I was like, hold up, this is a flashback, what's happening? But also... Why is this okay, mm-hmm. Harrison? So I'm takes. I'm on I'm on the same train as you. Okay, but it's a gay train. I'm in a different cabinet. He's right. Cabin. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Stay out of the closet. That's so, not the point. Um, so throughout the episode, the big storyline is that Willow's got a crush on the demon. Right? We talked about it. <laughs> But we never addressed the fact that fucking Fritz has a much bigger crush on this demon. He has the same love that, you know, random Italian He He does. Um, It's not a good love. It's not... It's... It's It's a techno-pagan love. It's a... (laughs) 
but is maybe my maybe other not. yeah my other gay agenda is not within the episode itself but it's something that happens when you watch the episode with Grace okay. and I'll just transition <laughs> right on over to Grace to to talk about hers <laughs> yes so um, on behalf of uh, all lesbians everywhere, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, we endorse Jenny Calendar. Mm-hmm. Full stop. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the, uh, what's the Dave Chappelle bit where there uh, is like the draft, the gay draft? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. We uh, we uh, we got together. All of us, um, all the gay women. We had a meeting. The gay women's caucus. We, yeah, we had a meeting last month. We discussed word. it. Yeah, they would never have a caucus. They would never. <laughs> A vaginas? Mm, that doesn't sound great. It doesn't. Nope. Nope. Um, yes, we stand. <laughs> Jenny Calendar. Um, her sexuality on the show is never confirmed. I don't. I don't suppose. Um, we don't know if she's into women or not, but that doesn't matter. It doesn't. <laughs> Um, specifically, uh, a fun moment is when she is very mean to Giles and, like, <laughs> tells him off about the patriarchy and how the patriarchy is keeping all of the books, and she wants to liberate that information on the gay internet. Also, the internet's just gay, guys. Yeah, it's gay. It's gay. It's gay. It's gay. It's gay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Those are excellent. I think... You know, we it, we had this to. This is a particularly gay episode. Yeah, uh, we came into this episode skeptical. And <laughs> I, I think it surprised us. Um, Tyler, would you teach us some gay vocab? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this episode gives us a phrase from RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Um, this phrase comes to us from Latrice Royale. It's one of her most favorite phrases, most famous phrases, I should say. Um, and these are the five G's. Um, they stand for this. Good God, get a grip, girl. Is there anyone in this episode that you think needs to get a grip, good God? Any girls, particularly. Willow. Yeah. Willow. Full stop, Willow. Get your life together, Willow. Stop having a demon internet boyfriend, Willow. Get it together. This um, definition needs much explanation. It's pretty succinct. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it is that kind of moment where you just kind of, like, slap someone back into it. You know, like, get get your shit together, Carol. You know? (laughs) Um, Maybe that's another gay phrase we can hear. Whatever. Um... But, yeah, good God, get a grip, girl. <laughs> the B4Gs. I actually said this phrase to uh, one of my voice, voice students once. Not good God, get a grip, girl, but I was like, five Gs, please. It was like a, a bar and a beat with, like, five G pitches <laughs> in a row. And they were, like, not singing the right note. And I was like, oh, no, see, look, there's five Gs here. Can I have five Gs, please? But in your mind, you were also like, good guy. <laughs> Very nice. Mm-hmm. All right. That was a good education. Mm-hmm. Um, so the reason they want to kill Buffy is because she's, in, she's investigating and her investigation leads to this research lab place where Dave goes and she's like, Oh, suspicious. is this before or after the shower bit? 
before before the shower bit. Okay. So the shower bit comes from him wanting to kill her. <laughs> the way you reference that makes it seem so steamy. It's not. Yeah. It's not a steamy shower scene. Um, I mean, though there is electricity, but scenes are fried hair. No. That's what I was gonna skip. Oh yeah. Well, so we go to. Um, well, before this, we have a bit of a uh, a spat between uh, Miss Calendar and Giles, where they discover that the book is empty. Sexy, sexy spat. <laughs> and <laughs> Grace, are you masturbating? No, Giles no. glasses off in this one, and the light is on his face, and like it. It was, everybody in this episode Let's, let's was just hot. say there's something for everyone in that scene. <laughs> <laughs> everyone in this episode looks hotter. And your theory was that they filmed this post um, I know some things in season like, one got season like one. went back they they went back and filmed a co- refilmed a couple things. I don't know that, that any of that came from this episode. But this one looks like it. It, yeah, there were there were a couple moments Everyone's where there's like way styled, like they look prettier yeah. in this episode, I think, than they have. Um, or maybe they just learned out lighting and makeup and hairstyling works. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they they realize the book is empty, and he's like, "Uh, go away, so I can be British." And she's like, "Okay, all right." <laughs> um. So Dave tells Buffy that Willow wants to talk to her in the showers, or no, in the girls' locker room. Which not much better. Um, okay, okay. Um, it wasn't and, a steamy. <laughs> so Buffy goes in. Uh, Dave ha- or Fritz has like turned on the shower and thrown an electrical wire, and it almost gets Buffy. But Dave's like, Buffy, no. I was like, Oh no, the internet's in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Buffy gets zapped a little, but she gets away in her very shiny tank top that Tyler really loved. It that was, was one of my favorites. It was a nice episode. tank top. Yeah. It was like light, this light blue with sparkles. Especially in the like pretty. dark scene. Yeah. The lighting it contrasted above. That's one of those, out, like, I, I like to talk about how 90s the outfits are sometimes, but every once in a while you get a, a piece of clothing or something or an outfit that just looks really good. And I'm like, like... If I saw someone wearing that that specific thing, I wouldn't be like, what the fuck, 90s? I'd be like, that's a nice tank top. I like it. Also, why are you wearing this in high school? Whatever. Yeah. It was very hot in that high school. It was gym class. <laughs> Except when it wasn't, and Willow was wearing a sweater. <laughs> then it was cold. In the locker room. Um, in oh, we actually skipped, did skip over this, but the reason that Buffy gets so suspicious is because Willow's like... Five periods late for school. Yeah. Is acting She's like, so, so what if I missed a couple classes? Willow, yeah. Willow loves girl. class. <laughs> it's suspicious. Um, so Buffy's gets almost fried, but she's fine. But her hair is her hair. frizzy. Frizzy. Which it really doesn't look that bad. <laughs> it's movie frizzy. It's a movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she's like, "How's my hair?" And Giles and Xander are like, "Oh, it's great." Xander's like, it's your best hair ever, which, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I say this every episode, but like, I, I, I'm going to be fair to Xander and I'm going to call him on his shit when he needs called on his shit. But okay. if, if his line is funny, I'm going to, I'm going to say it. I like the, his, it's your best hair ever line. <laughs> I think it's funny. Um, it's up there with last week's, um, 
um, what's the difference between the pre-fumigation party and post-fumigation party? And Xander's like, much har- or much hardier cockroaches. I'm like, that's funny. Um, but, um, so they're like, we gotta stop this internet demon that's got Willow under his thrall. Giles is talking with Miss... What's her name? Well, he, Giles sends Buffy and Xander to go find Willow, and he's going to figure out what to do. And she's like, you call our parents. And, <laughs> um, Dumb idea. <laughs> so, they're, he's like, I don't really know. They don't get anywhere with that, by the way. Yeah. They're like, it, it's the answer machine. <laughs> so, <Nice>. um... <laughs> They suggest he goes to see Miss Calendar because she might be able to Calendar, help them out sorry. with the, um, with the, the internet aspect of this. And he's like, "How am I going to tell her that there's an internet on the demon? Or <laughs> <laughs> there's an internet on the demon? Um, there's a demon on the internet." And so he goes to Miss Calendar and he's like, "Okay, so I'm about to tell you something really weird. And um, there's a demon in the internet." And she's like, "I know." Ugh. And Grace got really wet. (laughs) You can't know that. (laughs) It's a flood. Ew, sorry. Gross. (laughs) Listeners, whatever you're picturing at home, stop. (laughs) Um, So she reveals that she's a techno-pagan. Techno-pagan. What a word. Uh, What what a word, indeed. Um, But He's like, what are you, a witch? She's she's like, like, witch? Nah. I'm a techno-pagan. Right. But I do love... um, What's the... He says something about, like like, magic and the internet, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, wrong and wrong, snotty. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't really like it. That's love, why we love her. I really love She calls out the um, the kind of bullshit <clears throat> argument against computers a lot. Um, I really like the one she, her first argument she makes is, um, you know, the internet makes information available to everyone, not just old white men. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I, you know, I, the episode comes away with a less than stellar look at the internet, but I like that it provides Jenny's perspective and doesn't treat it as wrong. Mm. Um, it's very valid. It's just in this instance, an internet, a demon got on there and it caused a lot of problems. <laughs> it could have happened to anyone. <laughs> um, but meanwhile, uh, Fritz kidnaps Willow. As By ding dong ditching her and then glorifying <laughs> her. Not the work of the teacher. Yes, and when we were watching it, when the doorbell rings and she opens the door and no one's there, I was like, "Oh my god! Did the fucking internet demon ring th- that? They didn't have that technology at this point. Like, if this episode were set now, I'd believe it. But not for that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but then when he like yeah, Fritz appears and chloroforms her, I was like, "Okay, good." <laughs> Great. Hey, this is what I was hoping would happen. I really wanted Willow to get chloroformed. Does this smell like chloroform? So Fritz takes her to the weird place where they the the place that was established earlier for plot convenience. <laughs> yeah. Um, like CBD or something. CRD. Oh, sorry. Because I thought for a minute it was going to be like CD. Wrong. <laughs> it, it wasn't. It was research and development. Certified drivers something. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, 
But there they have built a robot body for Malik. As one does. And which looks, I've done it several times. Uh, huh. Upon further inspection, <laughs> it looks like the demon at the beginning. It does. So, it's got little like metal horns and all. It's like though it line. sucks, like I, I'm like, oh okay. It makes a certain amount of it's, it makes as much sense as anything yeah. else in this episode. I, I also legit forgot that there was a literal robot <laughs> in this episode. I don't know how. The name of the episode is I, Robot, You, Jane. I, I don't know. Right. I just... You I, I repressed it. it. <laughs> um... So they, Giles and Miss um, Calendar are trying to do a binding spell to get him back in the book. Giles is yelling, come, 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 while and Jenny's, Jenny's like, like, fine, I'll type it in all caps, but that's not going to help me. <laughs> um, and, oh, and he kills Fritz. And Willow, first of all, he snaps his neck like he did at the beginning of the episode. Because Willow is remarkably calm. Remarkably calm. The, the, and I, I say it's because the neck snapping does not look convincing. She's like, Fritz, why'd you fall down after you turn your head slightly? But Willow is very just like, huh, one of my classmates was just murdered right in front of me. Oh, well. <laughs> it must be Tuesday. They, Maybe she had the same thought we had before. She was like, school shooter in the making. Probably. <laughs> it's probably for the probably best. for the best. All right. You know, enemy of my enemy is my friend sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, oh, one thing Giles says to Jenny is like, can't we just like download a, a virus? <laughs> and she's like, you've seen too many movies. And I'm like, he definitely has not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so their binding spell kind of works. They don't get him back in the book, but they do get him off the internet and like he's trapped in the, in, in the robot, in, in the robot body. And he's all pissed about it. He's like, I was connected to everything. I was jacked in. Um. So what I think is one thing is, I don't know if it's confusing about this episode or not. I feel like they should have done an episode where there's a demon in the internet or there's an episode where there's a demon who's a robot. But they did both. They did both. And it was a lot. I don't... Mm. I, 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 hear, I hear you, and I... I value you. Oh, thanks. But I, I validate you. <laughs> but I think if they'd done that, then we'd have two of this episode. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that is also fair. Um, so they fight the robot. The robot, he fucking, like, decks Xander. And I laughed so hard. so satisfying. It also... Dex Willow. It Dex Willow. It's not satisfying that exactly. that, really that Willow got decked, but it is satisfying that Xander gets decked again by Willow. By Willow. <laughs> and she like pops. Also, Willow gets like a few good hits in there. It doesn't have like a, a whole lot of impact on the robot body, Horrible but like times. emotionally, yeah. it's like it's really cathartic. maybe we can still be friends. <laughs> I think we should break up. Hits him with a fire extinguisher, and he's like, "Well, that's traditionally how one breaks." up with one's boyfriend, right? Yes. In my experience, yes. <laughs> I was about to say something, but then I was like, she doesn't want me to say that on the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, uh, <laughs> um, so Buffy's fighting him, and then she sees a like an electrical socket or something. Sure, who knows? And she's like... 
Come and get me, big boy. Oh, no. Um, no, she says, take your best shot. Oh, that's right. In the style of Pat Benatar. And he does. He hits her with his best shot, but she ducks. He punches the whatever, the circuit board. And the other worst 90s moment in the show happened. The explosion? The el- electrocution. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with the, like, Palpatine, like, electric <laughs> lasers. Like, it looks like just like a vector. Like. Laser light show. <laughs> um, and he explodes. And uh, they utilize a camera trick that I detest. I always refer to it as the dreaded three shot, which Grace thought <laughs> I meant I was referring to the shot of Willow, Xander, and Buffy together. And she's like, that's a really weird thing to hate when well, there are three it, characters it in a shot. I was very confused because you said you hated the three shot, right? As it was just a shot of the three of them <laughs> on the screen. Um, but it's, like, it's oh when... Oh no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> well, it's when you take, you, you show the same thing Three times from three different angles. Um, the the most egregious use of it that I remember that I can think of off the top of my head is the remake of Carrie with uh, Julianne Moore and Chloe, Chloe Grace Moritz, where they show the the them pouring the blood on her. Um, literally, you see the blood like fall three times. Yes, and hit her three times. It's not like you see it from three different angles. You see the exact same thing happen three times from different angles. And in slow fucking motion. <laughs> and I remember, I, I, I enjoyed that movie, but I remember as I was sitting there watching it, I was just, like, fuming. I, like, I wanted to leave. <laughs> and they do it with the, it's not as, as pronounced, but with the explosion. We see the same explosion from three different angles. And maybe that wasn't the intention. Maybe they just could only afford one explosion, but needed that shot to go longer. <laughs> but I don't care for it. Um... So, Moloch's dead. And the next day, um, Giles goes to return um, Jenny Callender's, like, corkscrew earring. But, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> and they have a really nice conversation that Grace... I'll let you talk about it, because you, you mentioned really liking it. Yeah, and I, I it was another thing, like the literal robot, that I forgot was in this episode, but... Unlike the literal <laughs> I actually really, really like. And it's when Giles talks about books and the way that they smell and the way that... And how smell is such a, a powerful um, uh, memory. memory. Yeah. Um, which I have always thought. I am one of those weird people who will be, like, sitting in public and smelling her books. Um, <laughs> you know what? Stop judging me. You do it, too. Um, Not in public. I sniff my books in the privacy of my own home. As God intended. <laughs> uh, no, so I do. I do really like that moment and that um, that discussion between mm-hmm. the two of them. And they they come away with kind of a mutual respect and uh, and some sexual some tension sexual when he's like for each other. <laughs> he says something along the lines of like I can't remember exactly what he says, but he says something along the lines of like referencing her earring, like I, I don't hang corkscrews for my ears or something, and she's like. That's not where I hang it. Yes, no. <laughs> and Giles is like, um, uh, um, I'm too British me. for this. Yeah, excuse me, but I, I have to go. I'm, I'm terribly British. <laughs> and and the listeners, you can't see this, but as I was doing that, I pushed my glasses mm-hmm. up my nose. It was very apropos. Um, so then we see Willow, and she's Willow and Xander and Buffy, and she's, um, she's real upset 
Um, That's fair. Fair. She had a traumatic. Well. She's she's like, I'm really upset that this is the first episode that really focuses on me. And, and there was a goddamn robot. <laughs> was this one. Um, but Buffy and Buffy and Xander, they're all kind of like, we've all fallen in love with other people, not each other, and they've all turned out to be monsters. Yeah, and they have this really sweet moment where they're like, you know, he's like, she's like my boyfriend's a fucking vampire and Xander's like praying mantis and they're all like let's face it we'll never have normal like safe okay love lives <laughs> uh, no, uh, like groups everyone in with herself she's like let's face it we'll all never have <laughs> and they're um, like wait a minute what? yeah and they just have this great moment where they all laugh at it and then all collectively like have this moment of like realization that like <laughs> shit and then it's just silence Mm, cut to credits. <laughs> and it's really funny. It's another one of those things that I, you know, we've said it over and over. This episode is terrible. Mm. Um, but There's it has so many like good little good moments. Little like moments. That. And I think every episode of Buffy, even ones I don't like as much, mm. have good moments um, like that. So, what were your favorite good moments in this? Um, I think I've mentioned all of them, but any scene with Jenny Calendar, in obviously. It, um, <laughs> Um, and then the, the moment between Xander and Buffy when she says she's going to be axe murdered by a circus freak. (laughs) Um, and then, uh, that, that moment at the end, um, honestly, anything not directly related to the robot plot is, um, is pretty solid. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, what about the theme? What do you say the theme so of this I, The theme of this episode is definitely... Internet bad! Right? Um, <laughs> the, you know, it's another one of those examples yeah, of, sure. uh, you know, let's take a normal thing high schoolers might deal with and put a supernatural spin on it. And mm. for this episode, I guess they chose online dating. Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. Was it even online dating then, though? Which, I like I I was five years old when this came out, so I don't really know. Harrison, you missed out on online dating. It's, did I, I mean, miss out on online, online dating? Online dating is still happening. I don't. But I'm not doing it. Oh, aren't you? <laughs> no. You're only married. I don't know. <laughs> um, I like to do all my dating in purpose in person. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Gender. you should try online dating. You can type what you want to say. Well, I just don't want to. You know, I don't want to leave a paper trail. There's no paper. It's online. Exactly. I don't want to leave an online paper trail. <laughs> wow. Um, okay, so there's really no theme to this. One. Yeah, it's it's definitely like internet bad, and that's with a little bit of nuance from Jenny Calendar, but yeah. that's okay. pretty much it. Yeah. What about, um, is there any music in this one? There's really not, other than just no, the, the yeah, score. And they never went to the bronze. So yeah. There weren't any featured bands. No. Um, and just general takeaways. I robot robot Eugene. Mine was bad. The plot holes. Um, just yeah, the plot holes. It was a bad plot. It was just a yeah. It was a bad. It was kind of a bad concept. It seemed like we missed something. Like the maybe there was another episode. A good episode is what we missed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. It's not very cohesive. I think it's a but bad episode that has still fun to watch. I agree. I think it's it's definitely, you know, season one is really hit or miss. And this is the most miss of all of season one. Um, and it's a real bummer coming after Angel, which is a really, really good episode. Um, so my general takeaway is it's it's bad. 
but it has moments that make it enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you're just watching it for the camp factor. It's, yeah, it's yeah. bad, but also I kind of. And love it also it. feel it, like it's a lot of Buffy is dated, mm-hmm. but this episode feels like it, like aired dated. It was yeah, like, it was, it was dated, dated the moment it, it yeah. started. It well, aired. You were saying like there was other media of this time that depicted internet more, more clearly, more accurately. Yeah. I would say. Um, hell, even that weird X-Files episode that has Ghost kinda, in the Machine? Yeah, that has actually a similar premise. <laughs> Did to, you like how I knew exactly which one you were talking <laughs> yeah. about? Um, even that one is slightly more realistic yeah. than this. <laughs> totally. I, I never really thought about that, but yeah, they, those two episodes are actually remarkably similar. similar. Okay, so now we are to our, our my prediction. We've so, what are your... Oh, Sorry, one thing to say about this episode. I do things to say about this Anything episode. Else, yeah. One, no Cordy. She was no, sore, no. sorely, she was sorely missed. She had a sick day. <laughs> I think that this episode would have been much better. Probably. If maybe every other scene Cordelia was like, I don't know how computers work. Mm. Um, and Willow made her delete all her homework that one time. <laughs> that already happened yet? That already happened. Okay. That's in the second episode. Okay. Yeah. Um, th- also, this is... I can't remember, and I've said the number, I think it's six episodes, but this is one of the six or however many there are, but very few episodes of the series um, that don't have any vampires in them. Oh, yeah. um, the Master and his his crew don't appear, and Angel doesn't appear. Oh, God. For a second, I was like, shit! And I was like, no, no. <laughs> we're past, we're past right. to that. We already know um, that spoiler. Yeah, and, um, so yeah, those are the, the two things I wanted to say. So yeah, Tyler, tell us your predictions. Where do you think we're, we're going? Um, just, well, because ge- there were so many clues <laughs> we'll in go, this. Well, we'll say general and then we'll go do I a prediction like for the next episode. Said, they were like, there's no Cordelia. So I'm hoping Cordelia. I want to see more of her. Mm-hmm. She's uh, really our least developed of our, of our main characters. Even yeah. Angel and Joyce Everybody were else has guest an cast. episode at this point. Yeah. Not Joyce. Yeah. Come she had the, like, art gallery bit, you know. Yeah. Like, even, I'm just saying, even Angel and Joyce, who are not part of the main cast, are a little, have been more developed than Cord- Cordelia at this point. Cordelia is very no funny. Angel. We'll probably but see more of him. Probably. Maybe. Uh, uh, no, actually, he never appears. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... I'm thinking that these library staff are just going to, like, disappear. The, like, computer people, Miss Calendar or whatever. Okay. Like, they ain't coming back. Mm-hmm. Well, two of them are dead. Oh, fair. So they're, def- <laughs> they're definitely not coming so, back. So that just feels underdeveloped, and I feel like maybe yeah. it's not going anywhere. Okay. Um, I wouldn't put it past Buffy to just be like, yeah, it was a one-off. <laughs> um... Uh, what else? What, what is the name? The next episode is called... Actually... I'm not pretty sure I know what it's called. I'm going to double check. Um, the next episode... Yes, I was right. Uh, the next episode is The Puppet Show. Okay. Yeah, that's oh, why wait. I think No, I know which one that is. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, which is something in Cordelia, like manipulative, like Mean Girls. It's kind of where I'm having... Uh, okay, so like she's like a puppeteer of some sort? Maybe. Okay. okay. All right. All right. My guess. Okay. 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 Um, I just want to see more. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that a guess or a desire? <laughs> oh, the same thing. Um, that's all I got. Okay. Cool. 
Did we have anything else we need to? I didn't really uh, see any really some obvious other segments. Let's see. R.I.P. Dave. Right, Dave. Um, what's our body <laughs> Is count? Is that his name? Our know. body count in this episode was three, oh, four. So we had um, Carlo. Carlo, who got his neck unconvincingly <laughs> snapped. Um, <laughs> then Dave, who got. Um, also, we didn't really talk about this. Fritz killed Dave oh, and yeah. staged it to look like the most boring suicide. Not that yeah, suicide Fritz, should like, be exciting. It was the worst suicide note. Yeah. That was the most insulting part of that murder. You right. didn't really know the suicide note, too. It was like, Dear Mom and Dad. I'm sorry. It's very bland. Yeah. yeah. Um, so RIP Dave, pouring out for Dave. Uh, not R.I.P. Fritz. Fuck you, Fritz. Um, who so, also got his neck unceremoniously snapped. So how many total bodies were we at? Four. Well, we're at three right now, and then Moloch, okay. after Buffy blows him up. So four total. And then we never learn the fate of the poor kid who's allergic to So like four and a half? Four. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to yeah. call it four and a half. Okay. Okay, Giles does not... He, no, he stays... Out reliably conscious this whole episode. you see any stunt doubles? I didn't notice any really obvious ones in this one. There were really any instances where they would have used a stunt double. Not a lot, yeah, not a lot of heavy action. Because Buffy doesn't really hit anybody, she just kind of dodges out of the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 That's another thing I will say. The fight scenes with the fucking giant robot are boring. Like, they're not... Yeah, because they're not really fight scenes. Yeah. They're just, like, a robot throws a person. Yeah. Xander gets hit in the face and we all laugh. Um... (laughs) Any sort of trivia, any fun facts to throw in there? Other, I, I already shared my one about the, this is one of those no vampire episodes. Oh yeah, fun. Um, that was so fun. What, uh, something we haven't been circling back for, as, and you might be doing this later, I don't know, uh, uh, my, recapping my reactions. Oh yeah, we so, really like, haven't. what have I been guessing this far that's like been way... So... After the... Fucking hyenas! I think we kind of let it let sleeping dogs lay. Ah, uh, because they're hyenas <laughs> and not fucking werewolves. <laughs> Evidently, whatever. Sorry. Um, Still a sore subject. Um, <laughs> that'll be the the controversy well, years to I come. Guess, did I guess Willow needed an episode? You did. You had a. You you definitely ha- were like Willow's going to be featured. Um, I think you maybe mentioned that last week because Willow was. In her weird, like, I was guessing, romance novel obsession. I was guessing that Angel would probably be a vampire or something. You guessed Angel or... Or you guessed uh, vampire or Angel. Vampire. Same thing. <laughs> 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 Decidedly not. Uh, um, yeah, I don't think what so. What else? Um, what else I've, like, have I committed to? I don't think... Not off the top of my head. Well, that would um, be something to circle the way. Yeah, I'm going to keep more of an eye on that moving yeah. forward. Fun. Thank you for joining us on Booze and Buffy. We'll be back next week with The Puppet Show. I'm Harrison. You can find me on Instagram at Harrison Alexander Kaufman and on Twitter at Harrison Kaufman. That's C-O-F-F-M-A-N. I'm Harrison and I like warm hugs. My name is Tyler and I'm on IG at TG Dippold. That's D-I-P-P-O-L-D. And uh, I'm not a hug person. I remember like shutting people off in mm. high school, being like, "You get one hug a week." <laughs> that seems fair. I like to imagine you have like a book and <laughs> kept track. Like, Sign in first. One. Sign like, in you first. You know those people who just like always give everyone a hug. I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel attacked. <laughs> Word. 
Uh, I'm Grace, and I learned a valuable lesson from this episode of Buffy. I'm not on the internet. You can't find me anywhere. <laughs> um, and I'm kind of in the same camp as Tyler, re the whole hugs question. I'm not a fan of surprise hugs. You mm. need to tell me before you're going to hug me so mm. that I can say yes or no. Mm. Consent is important. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so each week... Uh, we like to give a shout out to a worthy charity or nonprofit because we are cisgender white people, so we feel bad about that. Um, so this uh, this week we've invited Grace to plug uh, some one of her choice. Yeah. So um, also on the theme of this episode, the internet, <laughs> um, y'all should check out Fight for the Future. They are a nonprofit organization. Their mission is to, and I am reading from their website here, to ensure that the web continues to hold freedom of expression and creativity at its core. Um, basically, um, their big drive right now is to make sure that net neutrality remains, you know, a thing. So uh, check them out. They are at fightforthefuture.org. I'm curious, would net neutrality make it easier or harder for demons infecting the internet to destroy us? Huh. That's a platform they need to, you know. <laughs> yeah, demons should really get on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, assuming they don't, and that we still have some internet, um, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at Booze and Buffy. That's all spelled out. Or you can email us email us at boozeandbuffy at gmail.com. You can also find us on YouTube, where I will release a short video with each episode called Spoiler Corner with Harrison, where I'll talk about all the things I can't say on the podcast. Mm. Um, so, Grace, thank you so much for joining us this week. Thank you so much for having me and allowing me to watch this garbage episode again. <laughs> it was wonderful. Welcome to our home. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> i live here <laughs> and as always go slay and be gay mm. <laughs> it's happening you can't stop it one time olivia coleman punched me in the face it was awesome